balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I am a retired nurse. I thought being hungry all the time was a part of being human. And no matter what I ate, I wasn't satisfied. I thought in order to maintain any kind of decent weight, I just have to always be hungry. I had decided no more miracle cures in my house. But I kept hearing about balance of nature, and I thought maybe one more try. Because all that other stuff just wasted my money. And the first day that I took Balance of Nature, that was gone. I enjoy my food just like always, but I don't have to keep eating to be satisfied. So I am so thankful for Balance of Nature. Right now, Balance of Nature is offering free shipping and 35% off on any new preferred order. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com and make sure to receive this special radio offer by using discount code KATE. Hey, everybody. Just letting you know that Mike Lindell and I, the MyPillow guy, we partnered up. And he wants to help this show, and I want to help him. If you go to MyPillow.com and order all the products you know you're going to buy, towels, sheets, blankets, robes, all these kinds of things, dog beds even, go to MyPillow.com and use the code word Kate, K-A-T-E. You're going to get the deepest discount on all these items. They're the very best of all these items. He handpicked these things. And let me just tell you, you're also going to help truth and radio and you're also going to be helping mike lindell isn't that fantastic it's a great combination that you can do right from your own home call 800-873-1052 that's the phone number 800-873-1052 you can order directly on that phone number or go to mypillow.com but make sure to put the code word kate in thanks you guys mar the following show is proudly made in the usa but secretly owned by china and is motivated by oil interests in the middle east the kate daly show starts now I share some caution on this because um, we just don't know the long-term side effects of, of basically modifying people's um, DNA and RNA. It's not been FDA approved. It's totally experimental. It's um, authorized only under experimental um, emergency use. We have zero, zero long-term studies on what's going to happen down the road with this anti-spike antibody. Humanity, right now as we speak, we are the experiment. The researchers have found indirect evidence of this in a small number of tissues taken from patients, and their study caused a huge stir in the scientific community and a lot of questions. Could these DNA changes explain certain long hauler symptoms or autoimmune disease? Could these changes increase the risk of cancer? It sounds scary, and maybe it is scary, but I think it's might. It's probably just a big nothing burger. (laughs) There's a reason why it's been harder to get African-Americans initially to get vaccinated. Because they used to be an experiment on the Tuskegee Airmen and others. People have memories. People have long memories. It's awful hard as well to get Latinx vaccinated as well. Why? They're worried that they'll be vaccinated and deported. So look, from day one, something that Governor Cooper has been totally focused on is making sure we get as many people vaccinated. We weren't born yesterday, fellas. Hi there. Welcome. Kate Daly's show on a Friday. Gotta love Fridays. Big thank you to Alex Newman for coming on. It was a intriguing hour, and he connected some dots, and hope everyone was listening in um, about uh, what's coming. 
But also, just wanted to mention that clip, you know, yeah, Biden, um, yeah, we have a history of the government experimenting on us, killing us and not caring. So, gee, I'm so shocked and in awe that we would actually be questioning. Can you even imagine um, a shot that the government is telling us they'll do anything to get us to take it, including donuts, lap dances, free beer? I mean, it is kind of amazing that anyone would actually do this to themselves. But there you go. That's America. They actually want to trust the very government that's lied to them for decades. And uh, you think after the swine flu, after the 1918 that happened, started from a a vaccine at, at an army base, all of these things that have happened, you would think that people would finally get a clue, you know, even they even killed 10,000 people with alcohol poisoning during a prohibition. Nobody even bats an eye. It's like, it's like, no, the government, we should trust them. I, are people insane? Yeah, yeah. They're like the abused wife that just keeps getting abused and saying, what? He's fine. He loves me. Anyway, welcome to the show. I've got Investigator Dave in this last hour. We're going to be talking about uh, John McAfee, who actually guested on the show. Um, in fact, Investigator Dave was the one who got him on the show for me, which was uh, really kind of cool. But John uh, was on the show probably five years ago and is uh, they're reporting he's now deceased, suicided himself. That's usually how that happens when they want to do away with somebody. Um but uh, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to talk about BlackRock uh, buying up America's homes, jacking up the rental prices and making home f- uh, ownership in the in the future unaffordable. And then also China. Welcome to the show, Investigator Dave, who's been a cop for eons and LAPD and a and private investigator and a history buff and a history teacher. How are you, Dave? How are you? I'm doing great. And Excellent. thank you for having me on. You bet. I always want to get your take. Uh, tell me, uh, can, can you tell me again about those lap dances? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Las Vegas. Can you believe that? Little old Larry's clubs down in Vegas. Uh, if you get a, if you get one of these shots, experimental shots in your arms and you're happy about it, you want to go declare that you've gotten this vaccine, uh, they'd be happy to give you a free lap dance. Budweiser, I think, will give oh, you free God. beer. Krispy Kreme, give you a free donut. Um, they're promising everything. I, you know, w- when they get to be to the point where they are shoving it down your throat and telling you have to have it and then rewarding you and giving you cash bonuses at Walmart as a, as an employee, when all that's going on, do, do, isn't people's first reaction to go, why do they want me to take it this bad? I'm, I'm fine. What's going on? Um, isn't that always amazing to you, Dave? That it's, people would be suckered into so that? It's so amazing to me, but you know, looking through history, you can see it so clearly. People will always be mass, done. Yeah. Uh, uh, mass push something like this. Yeah. And uh, it doesn't matter what it is. It's, it's, you well, know, they have always have a nefarious reason. Usually if it. you if you go back, it's, if you go back in enough time, a third will get it. A third will be on the fence and a third will be so stupid. They'll pony themselves up for anything and everything. So, I mean, I guess I can see how it could happen. Yeah, I, right. I saw that Gallup poll. Mm-hmm. This might come out good. Uh, well, I'm I'm just being facetious. Uh-huh. Might come out good because according to a Gallup poll, 95 percent of Democrats are getting the shot, and <laughs> only about 50 percent of Republicans. <laughs> well, you know what? I I guess people now I'm to the point where there's enough information out there. You get what you deserve if you're going to go and do this to yourself. So I just I yeah. I don't feel bad anymore. There was a time when I felt like it was exhausting to try to raise the alarm bell and say what are you doing but there's enough out there and there should be enough in inner that inner sort of like 
wait a minute, you know, the little dogs that turn their heads and go, mm, you know, there should be enough yeah. of that in people that they go, why are they making me? Why do they want to make me do this when I'm totally fine? And I know I could be totally fine. And I was never really truly in danger. So uh, you know what? People get what they deserve uh-huh. at this point. So um, well, anyway, I, let's talk about John now, McAfee, shall we? Because we did John have him on McAfee, the show. You, yeah. I, I, I remember calling him and talking to him and saying, can you come on? And he says, yes. Mm-hmm. And so Friday, we were supposed to talk to him. Yeah. I called his, num- called his number, and he was just walking out of Walmart. And he says, <laughs> oh, right. I forgot. He says, oh, wait a minute. Let me get to my car, and, and I'll talk to you from the car. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> we <laughs> had right. our interview from there. It was a very, very fascinating interview. Yeah. He just got back from Belize. Um, but uh, what that a was. guy. And he, he said during that show... And I forget the words that he used, but he said, if I'm ever killed, I've got this, uh, I've got all my information. Terabyte of information. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You're right. If he I did die, say that. It, will, it will come out. Yep, he did say and that. And it can't, can't, be, can't be stopped. Wow. Well, so then, so then, where is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, who, where does yeah. this information go that they couldn't kill that information? Do you know what I mean? Like, even on a dead man switch. Yeah, that was it. Dead man switch. Mm-hmm. He was talking about the dead man switch. Right. Well, as soon as he was, it came out that he was dead. All of a sudden, the, the Instagram came out real quick for the queue. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yes. And then it was taken off. There, the big queue was placed on the screen. Right. And then it was quickly taken off. And um, uh, according to, and I watched this a little bit on Alex Jones, and they said it'll take about 24 hours, but there is an encrypted message inside that queue. Hmm. And it's going to take them a little bit. They said 24 to 48 hours to get it out of there. Yeah. So expect something, expect something to happen on this probably over the weekend. They do this on a Friday so that the, it doesn't come so out in the major news this, until the following Monday. Is uh, I, Susan, then, you know. Susan sent me this, but is this true that he owned, he actually had put out a tweet uh, June 8th that said, if anything ever happens to me, um, there are you know, the terabytes of files are located in a condo I have in Miami Beach, and that was at that location that collapsed? Ah. Uh, so. Well, apparently the encrypted message, you know, it was a bunch of letters and numbers and and uh, symbols. So yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. I just it, it'd be interesting because they said it was interesting to see what happens. They see that it was said that this was on 88th Street in Miami Beach, Collins Avenue. So I don't know. That would be very interesting, wouldn't it? If it was part of that building that collapsed and they don't know why it collapsed and looked like a bomb hit it. Um, but they're saying uh-huh. that it had been collapsing for decades. But at the same time, it looks like a bomb hit it. I mean, it's very strange collapse. So. Yeah, in Miami. But uh, apparently, I think if I remember what he said, it was that it wasn't in one location, so they're not not able to stop it. So maybe they're trying to. Maybe it was more. Maybe they've already gone around and taken out most of them. I don't know. Yeah, it'd be interesting. Mm. It'd be very very interesting. Well, hat tip uh, his, season. Yeah. But uh, he, he's. Uh, they said it was the first. They didn't know, and now they say it's suicide hanging. It, they always uh, say that. Hanging, but it's starting to get old. Huh? It's starting to get old. They use it so often. I mean, somebody shoots themselves in the back of the head twice and they're suicided. I mean, I you know, 
they're 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 using this too much. You know, they've been using the old heart attack thing since the CIA's been doing that since the fifties or forties. But I do think it's interesting that they're using the suicide thing over and over and over again. It's kind of like the same person that that witnessed the tarmac meeting, and then all of a sudden now he's dead at a young age. Yeah, it's so, strange. You know, anyway, his wife, mm-hmm. uh, John's wife, Janice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they inter- they interviewed her, and she's wearing all black. By the way, he's the same age as I was. I am. Wow. So very very interesting. Anyway, uh, she said that uh, no way it was a suicide. Yeah. Yeah. According to her, quote, his last words to me were, "I love you, and I will call you in the evening." Mm-hmm. And then two uh, two hours later, they said he's dead. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you know. Yeah. That's not the words of somebody that's suicidal. Yeah. <laughs> now, can people in, in jail in Barcelona tweet? I mean, is this a thing? Are are, are people allowed, are, are people, do they have the ability to do that? Because I'm always leery of, of tweets that come out after the fact, um, you know, screenshots that people have taken. But, um, I mean, can somebody do that while they're in prison? Uh, I don't know. According, mm-hmm. according to this, uh, it was... He had a cellmate, and the cellmate was not there, but he was able to make phone calls. He could call his wife, hmm. you know, during the day and then again in the evening. And he was on, he was kind of a high-profile prisoner, too. Right. So it wasn't real, real bad lockdown, you know what I mean? Yeah. It was a little bit higher up for caliber. But he's also, and, and what he was picked up for was, uh, you know, tax evasion. It's not like murder or anything. So, um and they were getting them ready to, there was an appeal. He, he was trying to make an appeal because this was a lower court that said that he can be extradited to the United States. Hmm. And if he, if he wanted to, he could appeal that and stay there. He's been there since what? Yeah. September, October. So, yeah, hmm. really, really strange. But he did have an awful lot of information, cryptocurrencies and how to, break them up or start them. And, mm-hmm. and, and we don't do a lot of people against those things. Um, a lot of political stuff. He had a lot of information, awful lot of information. Right. Um, well, we're going to come right back more with uh, investigator Dave when we come back. And uh, of course, don't go anywhere. Cause we're we're going to talk about BlackRock. We're going to talk about China and uh, you know, uh, t- we always talk about foreign politics when uh, Dave's on as well. So we'll be right back. Don't miss any of this. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com for show notes. I'm in Facebook jail, so always check the show uh, topics every day. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. There's a song that will linger forever in our ears. Oh. Hard times come again no more Tis the song, the sigh of the weary Hard times, hard times come again no more Many days you have lingered around my cabin door Oh, hard times come again no more 
playing some real throwbacks today. Hope you're enjoying it. And of course, Investigator Dave is on with me. And that was one of the songs you wanted to play. I love it. Um, that's Stephen Foster's But it, uh, Hard Times Come Again No More, performed by Tom Roosh. And uh, appreciate that song. Anyway, welcome back to the show. Get over to MyPillow.com. And when I say these are good products, I'm not kidding around. And I have loved every single product from my pillow way more than I thought I would. I mean, I've just been amazed. I just absolutely love these products. And I tell everyone about them off the air. Cause I'm like, if you want the most incredible sheets you'll ever have that will last forever and wash perfectly and are cool and keep you kind of cool at night. These are the ones, these are the best ones I've found. Make sure you go to mypillow.com and then get the pillow that helps with snoring absolutely knocks out snoring. I'm not joking you. It's it's the blue label or green label um, on the MyPillow. It's a label. Not They're not blue pillows, but they're it's the blue label and the green label. Order these because from the website, MyPillow.com with the code Kate, you'll get up to 40% off. And what's amazing about it is they don't sell these at the stores. So you have to go to MyPillow.com. But that's like one of the secret items. You know how they have like secret menus in and out? <laughs> this is like the secret menu of, of mm-hmm. pillows. So order up this pillow because you will love these pillows, by the way. The my pillows are fantastic pillows. Um, I loved mine. I, I remember I had one from a store and I liked it, but I didn't love them until I started ordering them from mypillow.com because they're just, I don't know, you can get the big king size ones are just amazing. So, okay, Investigator Dave, let's talk BlackRock because BlackRock, yeah. um, this is important. This is really important, um, what's been going on. And, and of course, our friend William Engdahl, who we've had on the show many, many times, wrote in depth about this as well. And there's just so much information surrounding all the creepy characters from Goldman Sachs that's been around for 150 years. Black Rock seems to be immune to a lot of stuff um, and that everyone else is immune to. And one of the biggest holders of real estate now is Black Rock, right? Since 2009, they've been investing. So let's talk about this. Yeah, they managed to get around that Dodd-Frank law. Yeah, uh, yeah. A huge, huge lobbying push uh, that BlackRock put together. They're, they're no longer a, quote, important financial institution. Well, they're not. Mm-hmm. They got like $9 trillion in, in, in asset funds that they're responsible for. Mm-hmm. That's an awful lot of money. That's twice the size of Germany. Germany. Yeah. And know? not and not to uh, not to forget the fact that Larry Fink, BlackRock CEO, you know, all of these people are were part of the Obama administration. They've been in government a long time. There's just some curious uh-huh. ties that bind, right? So weird. Right. Same creepy the world's people. Largest asset manager. Mm-hmm. And how many people out there have even heard of them? Right. You're you know, right. But they're way above everything. And according to Engel, they're a, they're a, above the World Bank. They're a world, uh, uh, you know, all these Davos and everything else. BlackRock is actually over all of those things. Mm-hmm. It's amazing yeah. how much power they've got, especially Larry Fink. And uh, BlackRock so China, BlackRock Germany. I mean, they're global. And they seem to evade all the other things that everybody else has to, you know, the, the scrutiny, I wouldn't say scrutiny because we hardly scrutinize any of these kinds of characters, but it's kind of amazing how many people are in the Biden administration that are associated with BlackRock too, as they're buying up all the homes in America. Oh, exactly. Yeah. Top Mm -hmm. three people are all Biden people. 
Yeah. So it's it's run by them, and it, it, it sits according to this according to the, atop the pyramid of world corporate ownership, including in China, mm-hmm. just recently. It, it, it's, it's fantastic how much they've got. So what are they doing? This you know somebody's going to have control over all this money. Yeah. Well, apparently they're part of the new reset. Yep. And uh, the whole idea, of course, we all know the reset is to make every as many people as they can in the world peasants. Yep. Mm-hmm. Take yep. away their wealth don't, and don't allow. Yeah, make them all subservient to government, mm-hmm. and uh, so that they get their livelihood from government, they get their powers and freedoms, whatever freedoms are allowed from government. Um, Government pretty much controls them, and they give their lives to government in the event of a war, or whatever government wants to use them for. Yeah. They're peasants, right? Like the old suit. It's so true. In yeah. fact, uh, in 2019, uh, Larry Fink, uh, the president of this, you know, chairman of this company, joined the board of the Davos uh, World Economic Forum, the Swiss-based organization that, for over 40 years, advanced economic globalization. So, you know, he is close to uh, the World Economic Forum's Klaus Schwab, the same one that's having this uh, cyber polygon, you know, uh, we're going to have a cyber attack. Let's have a drill in July and in just a few weeks that takes place July 9th. And um, and so that Mm -hmm. now stands positioned to use this huge weight of BlackRock to create what is potentially if it doesn't collapse before the world's largest Ponzi scam on the ESG corporate investing. So Fink with $9 trillion in leverage to pushing the great shift of, of capital in history into a scam known as ESG investing. The UN sustainable economy, I just hate those words, agenda is being realized very quietly by the very same global banks that have created the financial crisis in 2008. Scary. Yeah, it's amazing. You know, I, I was thinking about this the other day, talking to my wife. When you get up in the morning, almost everything you do, you, I mean, you, you turn on the lights right of the house, your electricity, mm-hmm. your heat, your, your cooling, okay, your car if you want to go to work, your gasoline, okay, the, the, the automobile itself, the parts where they arrive from mm-hmm. and who manufactures them. Everything is, is controlled now. Uh, by computers, right? In one way or another, everything, and all you need is a hacker, or a good hacker, or serious hackers, or somebody that's in control of those computers to control your life. Mm. And whether it's you receive, you know, medicines, it doesn't matter. Gas stations, hospitals, supermarkets, yeah, auto dealers, uh, everything. You know, in that movie, you know. Come around to my, um, I mean, in that song we played, come around to my cabin, hard times come again no mm-hmm. more. Well, as it come to my cabin door. Right. Well, you can't even have a cabin. When I was a kid, and earlier than that, all throughout American history, to get a start in life, you, you remember? You mm-hmm. get some land, you build a cabin, you build a house, you get started, you, you grow some crops, or you build something, or you make an inn, right. set up a, doesn't matter. A, a water pillar. It doesn't matter what it is. You start something and you get going. You get your life going. You get your family raised. 
you know, and, and you, you get a start in life because you own stuff and you control stuff. It's so but true. if they can take that away from you, like they're doing just recently, mm-hmm. get a start is one of the best ways is to get some home equity. Yeah. Right? Right. Start out. You just get married. You're looking for a house. You want some home equity. Maybe you can sell it for a little more a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Maybe because of inflation or whatever. You get a start there. That's what happened to us. Well, yeah. I mean, I bought, we bought our house, first house, for 17000 Right. In, in Southern California and turned around and sold it for twenty three and a half. Yeah, this is what you know, helps the paycheck to paycheck. Concern. It's what helps the paycheck to paycheck people actually have something to tap into in, in an emergency or um, to make some profit, whatever the case may be. It sets you apart. It, it's your cushion. It it, it, it can be uh, something that, that, that truly helps build because you can actually use that as leverage to start a business or whatever the case may yeah. be. Without that, we're really screwed. And I think that's what it's a, it's such a huge message for people that we are going to be outed out of this housing market and they're going they're they're taking these homes blackrock buying up these homes and they're jacking up all the rental costs um, to make the rent sky high to make the um, they're going in and they're bidding over the price of these homes to outbid the consumer right the person the family that wants that mm-hmm. house and then they can sit on it and charge these huge rents and they own a substantial piece of our real estate market now and and that's that's bad for us. It's very very bad. I, I hope people are paying attention to this because when we talk about the ESG, we're talking about environmental, social values, and governance. So we're talking about steering money. This is what Larry Fink and his cronies want to do. Klaus Schwab. They want to take this money and they want to steer it into causes away from gas, away from oil, and into social uh, socially engineered. Um, you know, companies and the companies that will do their bidding when it comes to uh, talking about um, the environmental problems, climate change, uh, carbon footprint, all of those. And so they're taking their money and they're, they're steering it. And we're not noticing the steering effect right now, right? Exactly. Everybody is starting to look at this because if they look at BlackRock, BlackRock and BlackRock is buying up a housing estate mm-hmm. or a lot of real estate. And besides Bill Gates, you know, and his buying land, he's getting farmland. Every, it seems like property is property is about the only thing that's really, you know, the fiat currency can come and go and everything else. But you land, property, and maybe precious metals, the only things that are solid. Mm-hmm. And, and to me, and to me anyway. And so they'll sit back. Pension funds and other banks, maybe they're not part of BlackRock. But they see what BlackRock's doing, mm-hmm. buying up all these houses and homes yep. and paying more than they need to for it. And they start doing the same thing. Yeah. And so, you know, I read an article in the Wall Street Journal and they said, don't worry about BlackRock. They're, yeah, they're doing it, but there's not that much. There's still a heck of a lot more homes out there, blah, blah. Yeah, but it's not just BlackRock now. They're the leader in this. Mm-hmm. And other monetary groups are now doing this. Right. And if they're... If they're able to buy up homes or real estate above price right. and then turn around and rent it to you, okay, they own you. Yeah. You're no do. longer you're no longer a citizen, you're a peasant. 
Yep. And now you're reliant on them and they can evict you and they can take that property away from you. And and another example of this is the way they steer money towards all these different corporations. If you wonder why the corporations are going along with the vaccination crap and all of this stuff, it's because a company gets positive ratings for the seriousness of hiring gender diverse management and employees or takes measures, you know, like they're really out there with their ability to eliminate the carbon footprint by making their energy sources green or I hate the word sustainable to the U.S., you know, uh, you know, and and they're like owed to the U.N. Well, they get all these positive ratings and then they they take this money. The corporations donate money to Black Lives Matters, supporting U.N. agencies such as the WHO. And then um, and then what they're doing is they're driving the train. They're sort of they're sort of catering to all these businesses monetarily by doing this and building them up as well. So if you do their bidding and they own the homes um, then they can steer us into a great reset. And this is exactly how they do it, is what you're talking about. So when we come back after the break, we'll talk a little bit more about this because people wonder how we how they're doing the great reset. Well, they reward companies for doing their bidding, and then they're also owning the properties. So when they own all the properties and they outpace us you know, in the bidding wars to own these properties, the properties, nobody will be able to own a home. It'll get to that point. We'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. Lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hurrah. Hurrah. We'll give him a hearty welcome then. Hurrah. Hurrah. The men will cheer. The boys will shout. And the ladies, they will all turn out. And we love. Johnny comes marching home again. Hurrah, hurrah. We'll give him a hearty welcome then. Hurrah, hurrah. The Hi there, welcome back, the Kate Daly Show. Love it. Ultima Thule, uh, when uh, Johnny comes marching home again. It's a great version. Uh, anyway, thank you, Dave. <laughs> Dave always comes with great music. Um, so, investigator. Did you hear it? I didn't hear it. Yeah, investigator Dave's on with me, and uh, always fun. Always fun to hear some good tunes. And then um, I just wanted to mention Balance of Nature. Get over to Balance of Nature and order up because you know why take the food supplement everyone's raving about and put in the code Kate and you'll get uh, 35% off and free shipping and they'll ship it out quickly. And it is amazing. Uh, order extra too. food supply. <laughs> Just think food supply. Um, I also wanted to mention um, if you had any questions about my first hour, let's say you just chimed in on the first hour. It's a local hour, but I know a lot of people listen and you're interested in the land uh, patent stuff and how to make your uh, land um, have a patent on it instead of just a warranty, because there is a huge difference and they are coming after land in this decade make sure that your home is secure and your land is secure and go to katedallyradio.com and go to show topics and you'll see some information there to check out that a little bit more okay um also about an event locally tomorrow so just you can go right to the katedallyradio.com on show notes i'm in facebook hell oh i'm sorry facebook jail and i'm learning my big lesson about what not to say so i can deprogram myself and make sure i don't say anything else yeah, right. Anyway, have you met me? And so um, I just start posting stuff just on katedallyradio.com so I'm not censored and it is kind of nice. I also wanted to mention a little bit 
for just a second because Dave's going to take it from here. But I just wanted to mention something that William Engdahl did some research on, and, and that was that BlackRock back in March of 2019 developed an emergency bailout plan for Fed Chairman Powell. And as the financial markets appeared on the brink of another Lehman crisis meltdown like we had in 2008, and as thank you, Jerome Powell, Fed chairman, blamed, uh, named BlackRock in a no-bid role. So they gave him this exclusive role to manage all the Fed's corporate bond purchase programs. Okay, this was a year before yeah. uh, the, um, uh, two years before the election. And, <clears throat> and uh, these included bonds where BlackRock itself invests. So it's a conflict of interest. Well, there was a group of 30 NGOs, these are non-governmental organizations, they always get our cash, wrote to Fed Chairman Powell, by giving BlackRock full control of this debt buyout program, they said, the Fed makes BlackRock even more systematically important to the financial system. He's, they're way more important than we realize to our financial system. This is why we're mentioning BlackRock in this show. And BlackRock is not subject to the regulatory scrutiny of even smaller, systematically important financial institutions, they said. And so there was a very detailed report by some journalists. And um, they have implemented, BlackRock has implemented this strategy they exposed of lobbying, campaign contributions, all kinds of stuff. And so when the election was sort of locked down and the fraud was uh, implemented, it was because there was a much bigger financial situation going on where many were profiting in this financial situation as well. But also that BlackRock gets to take a lot more control. And so when they're, when you hear they're buying up homes and they're doing all these things and they own all of this debt and they own corporate bond purchases and all kinds of stuff. I think they're way more into this than people realize at the helm of, of our financial situation in this country and globally. But what did, what did you have to say about all of that too? I know you wanted to tie some of that up before we talk about China. Yeah. You know, just looking at this, they're immune. Mm -hmm. They're, to they're immune. They're the, the rule of law does not apply to them. Nope. Anymore. That was They've their big thank you from the government. People mm -hmm. to circumvent everything, whether it's Dodd Frank or what, it doesn't matter what it is. He's now on the board of the Davos World Economic Forum. Larry Fink is. Mm -hmm. These people, they're, nobody can touch them. Right. Right. And At there's a huge, there's a, there's also he's a huge link to Mexico in this as well. And working with the, you know, the father Carlos Slim and, um, you know, there's all kinds of players in this, but there's Mexico is a huge component of this. And I just, wow, there's so much more to this. I'll, I'll list this article. Um, I will, uh, on the Kate Daly show, show, show topics on, um, katedalyradio.com so people can check it out. Cause there's, there's just a huge, uh, small cozy world going on that we don't realize and, and how these elections, uh, get fixed and why and who they go to and why is there's huge reasoning behind this because so many people were in the Obama administration and BlackRock now also in the Biden administration and BlackRock. It's just huge. So huge, but cozy. Yeah. <laughs> how do you say that? Huge, <laughs> but cozy. Um, even El, even El Chapo in the mix. So the cartel, the Sinaloa cartel. So all kinds of stuff going oh, on. Yeah. 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 All right. Now, I just, again, about China for a minute. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, back in the G, they just had a G7 
Remember Biden yeah. went over there? Oh, yeah. Big, big it was a ridiculous conference. show. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Well, they all decided that they were going to enact a stand against China. Mm-hmm. The what, China has what's called the Belt and Road Initiative. Mm-hmm. And the Belt and Road Initiative, China really has an idea that they want to own the world, I guess. They're, maybe they're up against BlackRock. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's all these powerful organizations out there. BlackRock right now is the most powerful. Mm-hmm. And, and they're taking over parts of China. But <clears throat> how do you stand against the Belt and Road Initiative? Mm-hmm. Well, you have to start restricting the import to China for all their growth. Mm-hmm. And uh, just in small things, China, it happens that Australia is the largest importer to China, exporter to China. China buys more stuff from Australia, especially iron ore, wheat, uh, berries, everything, you know, than Australia, I guess, because it's kind of close. Well, they've been having these wars back and forth now, tariff wars, mm-hmm. for the last couple of years. Um, China, I mean, Australia makes an awful lot of wine, and China loves this wine, and they can't get it because of the Australian company, which is owned also by a Chinese person, will not ship it to them. So China um, decides that they're going to import some, do some uh, tariffs on, on Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, just recently, Australia says, okay, we're not selling you any more iron. And, mm. you know, 81% of China's exports of iron goes to China. I mean, of Australia's exports right. go to China. And so now Austra- China is starting to set up a, a world... A, investigation, World Bank and investigation, a World Trade Organization investigation. Can they do that? They can't be able to do that. And right now, Australia and China are eyeball to eyeball. Who knows what's going to happen? But they're really pushing for this because now China's, uh, Australia says, okay, we'll sell it. It's $230 a ton. Well, China's been paying $200 a ton. So it just makes everything else go up and makes it more difficult. And so I don't know what's going to happen there, but China really needs this iron to build its fleet and its military, let alone everything else. They don't have the power right now to conduct exercises, naval exercises far away from China. You need support ships, you need submarines, you need supplies, you need all kinds of things. Russia, in the meantime, just two days ago, sent the the largest naval fleet they could 35 miles off of Hawaii, Hmm. where they conducted military exercises to the sinking of an aircraft carrier. Right. Hmm. Trump would never allow that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He couldn't do that under Trump. But see, Biden has just given in almost everything to everybody. Right. He's just not. He's no, just not he's holding not back there. or trying to fight anything at all. Yeah. And so then Russia is really now expanding their strength. Um, back in the last week, the HMS Defender, mm-hmm. a British warship, went 12 miles off of uh, Sevastopol mm-hmm. in the Crimea. 
which Russia claims and, and England doesn't. Um, 12 miles off of there, Russia said, get out of here. And by the way, the British Minister of Defense, Jeremy Quinn, was on the Defender. That's the that's the warship. Mm-hmm. This warship is designed for air and missile attack and defense and warfare. And so Russia, <laughs> England denies it, but Russia put out the put out the video on this. It's really interesting. Russia opened fire. And they said, don't hit the defender, but open fire. And so they started firing cannon right next to the defender. And then some MiG-31s came over and dropped some bombs close to the defender, Mm -hmm. causing this warship to move. It was actually almost a pact of war, (laughs) you know, Gulf of Tonkin type of thing. Um, So eventually the, the HMS defender did leave the area. But this is crazy. Um, Hawaii, not only China, but Russia and other countries are now, because Biden is president, or alleged president, uh, they are starting to really flex their muscles around the world. And uh, whether it's against Australia or whether it's against, you know, 35 miles off of Hawaii or wherever it is, right? they're, they're, they're fla- flexing everywhere they go. And so I don't know what's going to happen, but they, they're feeling kind of free about this. Leave us alone. Let us grow. And so Australia comes in and says, well, we're going to hold back on your iron. And, and China says, oh, no. Now, China right now is, of course, thinking about Taiwan heavily. They sent 35 jets over Taiwan airspace, mm-hmm. and which, which is totally illegal. Can't do that. Uh, they're threatening Taiwan like crazy because we get a lot of our microchips from Taiwan. Right. I think uh, you know what eighty well, percent of our eighty five percent of our microchips. This is why they're Taiwan. having a this is why they're having a hard time with with new cars. And this is why cars are like trucks are going up and different things too is because of those those ships, right? Getting them anyway. Yeah. Yeah. This international trade thing, you know, so this country makes microchips. This country sells iron, this country builds this, this country does that. Uh, there was a time I remember back when I was younger that there was a big complaint in America because Chinese made uh, American military uniforms. Hmm. Uh, you know, right. <laughs> you wonder where your, your army, army suit is made in China. Everything is so international, interconnected yeah. right now. But, uh, if there was a war and things were shut off, It'd be amazing how different countries could stop, would be really, really hurt. Yeah. Um, and, of course, in, of course, businesses, maybe they wouldn't even be influenced because we know that, like in World War II, a lot of the uh, Ford made a lot of the motors for German things, and Coca-Cola dealt with them, and, mm-hmm. and the Bush family, of course, real close trading with them. So it's, you know, some corporations, international corporations, they don't have boundaries. They're not sovereign. They'll do whatever it takes to make money. And uh, so anyway, I'm just kind of keeping an eye on this, but it looks like to me things are escalating, Kate. Mm -hmm. And and, uh, where that's going to go, I don't know. I can't tell you. But uh, to me, it's... There's a little Alex, bit of temerity over a war now. Yeah, Alex Newman and was what, was pretty certain we're probably going to go to war. Um, 
because we're setting up all the same things like the new Atlantic Charter. That's what what was the preface, uh, the preface that that put us, you know, World War uh, Two was set. It was just setting us up for war. It was setting us up for broken promises and war. And so signing the new the new Atlantic Charter could place us in the same situation. Right. So there's a yeah. lot of things going on right now that are pointing to that. It's really scary. Yeah, it is. And just, I'm just kind of keeping an eye on it. There's these little, of course, these little wars that you have, you know, in Syria and, you know, in Turkey and and all these kind of things. But the big ones, what would it take to get a large one going? Right. Well, uh, not much. I know. Um, Apparently, but we're out of we're out of time, and I, I wish we had longer actually, because there's so much more to talk about. So, we'll have you yeah, back on, right and here. we'll have you back on in a couple of weeks. I so appreciate you. Thank you, Investigator okay. Dave. Well, really appreciate thank you. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, um, it's nice to be able to to get these things out to the public. Go to katedallyradio.com for more. I even post the songs we play too now, so make sure that you check that out. And since I'm in Facebook jail, you won't be seeing much from me on Facebook. Facebook, but you can see all the stuff I'm posting on katedallyradio.com under show topics. Thanks again, Investigator Dave, and we'll see you. Be faithful, be fearless. See you on Monday, full week ahead, next week for sure, and uh, please join us. Thank you so much. Go to katedallyradio.com.